Hey everyone, this is Christy C., Soul's Assistant Editor, and welcome to another episode of In the Spray Room, our podcast where we talk to some of the best and brightest artists working on the streets today. For our daily online content, check us out on soulmagny.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at soulmag. Today's crew consists of myself, Bike Girl. Hello. And Brooklyn's own, Big Ronnie. Who is Big Ronnie? Who is Big Ronnie? The internal hmm. question. Before we introduce today's special guest, Big Ronnie, tell us what's going on. That was a hint. And I know when you click on this podcast, you've already, you already see who we're interviewing, but I'm not going to say his name yet. Giving you a hint like you can't figure it out. But let's talk about upcoming stuff real quick. We have the Fall Mural Festival in Swing Audrey, we are um, today is August twentieth. We're only a couple of weeks away from some of the big shows this year. Yeah, we've got Powwow Worcester coming up. Um, of course, the murals in the market in Detroit and Colorado Crush. So there's a bunch of big ones coming up. Now, in addition to the full coverage that we do so well, we have started a new mini coverage series lately that uh, I love. I haven't posted a Sold Was Here just yet, but our new series, Sold Was Here, is a nice quick way for our contributors to put up five or so photos from an event, a quick little write-up so that you know we don't, if we don't have the time to cover an event fully. What do you think, Bright Girl? I think it's brilliant because it's an in-the-moment thing. And if we're out there covering things, we don't necessarily always have the time to write a story because that involves a lot of preparation. And it's a way to, that we can be relevant to what's going on that day in that moment. Well, it's also in a way that we can show support for the gallery that's putting the show on, the curator that, that put it business. together, and of course the artist that, that hopefully should be selling some work. So that's a fun thing. And while we're talking about fun sold things, let's just uh, remind everybody that we have a big, beautiful street art calendar for New York City events on soldmagny.com backslash calendar. Check it out. Let us know if something's missing. Email our editors if you'd like to have an event put on there. And that's about all of the pre-stuff I have, Bike Girl and Christy. Now, who is our guest? Well, that is the question, isn't it? Dirk. Not who is Dirk. Not Dirk NYC. Dirk. Welcome, brother. Hola, amigo. How are you doing today? Did you find I'm us okay? Good. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me come. Parking's tough in Bay Ridge. Yes, it was. We parked a few blocks away and my knees dislocated at the moment or just freshly dislocated. So. You trying to make me feel bad at the top yeah. of the podcast? You didn't want to save that for the end? Me a, a cab or something. I, I didn't know what was... Your people should have called my people. Yeah. We, I didn't know there was an they injury actually, involved. I had my people contact your people. Man, let's talk about the injury now that you brought it up, Gimpy. How, how'd we uh, do it? It's nothing interesting. It just popped out in my sleep, actually, this past time. Oh. And it took a day to pop back in. That's now a rude it's awakening. Swollen, just dealing with all that. But, yeah. So you laid up creating art. What? Yeah, exactly. That's not, not, not so bad. <laughs> no, yeah. For the past year, it's been keeping me home creating more art. But I'm still, like, you know, pushing past it and doing stuff. Now, I think you and I first met at uh sixes shout out to sack six yeah. hello brother uh that was a great show at benson's and hello that was to, my first show your first show that was my first group show i handled it completely inappropriately it was and, wonderful uh, to i see failed you. 
You no, let me tell you, man. I didn't know who the fuck you were, and I saw you there enjoying the tits off of yourself, and I was like, this guy's awesome. I dig this guy seriously. You were embracing it one hundred percent, and nobody else was. But I did a collab with Stella Bella, and then great. I did an interview with one of the Amy's uh, City College Graph class people, and I didn't tell them that it was a collab. I took all the credit. <laughs> I handled it completely wrong. I blew it. <laughs> That's all right. You impressed me. It's almost like the Oscar me. speech when you forget to thank your wife. Well, I forgot. I forgot. To, no, 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 no. This isn't even the, the relationship. A my girlfriend. Uh, no, this was the co-collaborator on the piece you're, that you're I hung on the wall. Worse because it's both. I blew it. I blew it. I blew it hard. So, but that was a really fun show. Yeah, it was. And you signed uh, the 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 card that we made oh, up yeah. for everybody. I still oh, have yeah, it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, when we finally give a big stack of stuff to get framed, that's going on the wall for sure. Yeah. So what have you been doing since then, sir? What's uh... A lot, man. A lot has happened since then. How long ago was that? About a year? Two I want to say it was February of 16. Yeah. I could be a little off. No, that's about, but... sounds about right. A lot. Everything has happened since then because that was when I first started doing all this. You know what I mean? So I started um, getting into art maybe only... 2011 maybe 2012 and uh, it was after a really uh, intense experience with LSD that I had this just life changing experience where uh, I mean I can go into detail about it but it was we have time ever ever since (laughs) alright so ever since that experience I just had this immediate ability that it wasn't there before to uh just make these images that like i've never been to school for i've never had any training i never did it before then other than doodling in a notebook for school and um so so what happened was i took acid when i was a kid when i was 12 13 14 but nothing life-changing, just recklessly indulging in psychedelics. Stupid kid shit. Yeah. So I grew up, I don't know, so it was 2011, and, uh, and somebody gave me a hit of acid, so I hadn't had it in a long time. And my intentions were only to have closed-eye visuals by myself in my bed, meditating with music sort of thing. And... <clears throat> What ended up happening was like, I I guess, I mean, I know nothing really of any of this, but what I assume happened was somehow my third eye got like blasted open. I immediately started like crying, just visions of like this immense beam of light shooting throughout the top of my head out of this like eye and... That's like some fifth element shit. Dude, I can't... It, it doesn't make sense to me to this day. I, I, I saw all this imagery involving, like, maybe, like, Buddhist symbols and strange symbols that I've, I've never seen, just, like, the most beautiful symbols. And, like... So, like, I saw this... I saw this temple. And I saw... It was, like, a gold temple. And then this green sort of, like, smoke just covered everything and then i saw these eyes peering through the smoke and uh um, they have crosshead shading no <laughs> no that's my own sad rendition of all the shit that i see so it's like so so these eyes they look really really distinct and i saw an elephant's 
a white elephant's trunk, like a pearlescent white elephant's trunk being like sort of like birthed into my vision with these symbols on it, these really distinct symbols that I never saw before in, in red, green, and blue. And and, and I, so I started to look up all these things when I came out. I lost my, my consciousness for like a good four hours. When I came out, I looked at the clock. It was four hours later. I was like shocked. I, I, I kept seeing this lotus flower just blooming in my head like a lotus flower made of like flesh and just all these crazy visions that didn't seem like just hallucinations, although they could have been. But whatever, whatever they were, it seemed like I was tapping into this like place that is always there and is like eternal. And it seemed like I was like tapping into this energy of the universe. And, and it like filled me up so much that like I couldn't handle it. And I was just like, I, I was like crying and like, I just couldn't, I just couldn't take it. And it was like, it was just too much to handle. And like thinking about it is like too much to handle. And so like strong men also cry. Yeah, man. When you're f- confronted with the energy of the universe or what it feels like, you were going to fucking cry. <laughs> so like, so after coming out of that, I just had this ability to create these images that I never, I never done before. I always had an interest in drawing and art, but I would just make the stupidest bullshit. And I, and so like, I, I remember drawing this picture and my ex-girlfriend at the time, she goes, she goes, what the fuck is that? And she was like creeped out. And I was like, and I showed her, I was like, I don't know. I just drew this. And she's like, how come all of a sudden you're able to do that? And I was like, I, I don't know. And she's like, you think it had something to do with that acid you took? And I was like, maybe I, I i don't know so i started to like try and draw all these things that i saw to like further deepen these like pathways that i made to this realm to try and access it without the drugs because it's not like i take these things all the time it's like a very rare sort of occasion and it and it just changes you in such a way that it lasts and it and it's and so like all my art is really just trying to express that you know, and I and and I've only just worked with pen and ink always. That was like the only thing I ever knew. And then when I met Anita, she suggested that I do street art. Just one day we sat down at a table out to eat at a bar, and she goes, "You should do street art." And I was like, "What?" She goes, "You should do street art, and you should write hashtag Who Is Dirk." And I was like, "What?" I was like, first off, that's lame." And I was like, "And and what?" And, and we were sitting at a table with a like a piece of paper and crayons, and she started and she wrote, "Who is Dirk?" She took a picture with with my phone and put it on my Instagram and wrote, "Find my art around whatever," and tag it, "Who is Dirk?" And I was like, "All right." She's like, "There now you have to do it," and she gives me my phone back. <laughs> she's like, "You have all this art," and uh, she's like, "And you're nobody's seeing it." She's like, "So that's what you have to do," and I was like, "Well, I thought about it." And I wanted to do that, but I kind of, like, forgot that I wanted to do that. And you're like, well, do it. And I was like, all right. She's like, how would you do it? And I immediately had the idea. I was like, well, I would just make up huge wheat paste and just paste those around. She's like, I don't know that you should really do that. You should probably start small. She's like, that sounds crazy. I was like, no, what the hell am I going to do, little bullshit? I was like, I should just do huge-ass wheat paste. And fucking put them around. Like, what's the Christy, this is New York. You go big or you go home, right? Exactly. Yeah, I said, fuck it. You know, I would put up a little wheat paste. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I got an, I'm, we'll get back to your story. I don't want to derail you, but I got annoyed not by your one me. at Savas. It was so big and dope. It, I got annoyed by it. The one at Savas. 
Oh, oh, yeah. oh. yeah. Not not only because it was tremendous, but you just wasted so much paste. There was paste everywhere. Oh, it was yeah, ridiculous. That's how I do it, bro. Oh, no, 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 no. That's okay, why they sorry. stay for so long, I think. I don't know. Judge me. So, all right. So, um, where was I? You totally ruined my entire train of thought. Wheat paste, <laughs> Anita. Anita gave you your handle and told you to yeah. get out there. And, um, and yeah. And then came big ass wheat paste. And then came big ass wheat paste. Yeah, I started with little little bullshits, and I was like, I put it up, I'd walk away, I'd go, well, what the fuck is that? I was like, you can't even see that. I was like, this is not, no, this is not doing it. And then I printed it up huge, and then I was like, oh, this is, uh, this is, this is kind of disturbing to look at my art this big. I was like, I'm not th- that confident in my line work, and now I have to see it like blown up and everything. Then I started doing that, and then I said, well, I don't really want to just print these things. I was like, I want it to be like more you know, that I made it that big. So I cut these huge stencils out of, like, mylar with a heated knife and, like, got them really big. And now I do them, like, spray-painted stencils, wheat paste, like that. Tough guy now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, I got to step it up. I get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so what's your oldest running piece on the streets of New York? Um, I think there's one on, like, Lud. Low, that's huge and it's still there it's just behind all the graffiti but I think it's there still I haven't been over there in a while how long has that been up maybe two years hmm. Keith uh, oh, Keith what's his name you can't say his yeah what is it's not art name after you say his real right, well, name well this guy <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy he filmed me putting that up and uh, had this big ass light on me and it was oh, really no, 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 nerve wracking <laughs> Talking yeah. about our keys? Yeah. yeah oh, all right. Oh, okay. I thought it was another artist. No. All right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Photographer okay, okay. Keith, who yes, works yes, for yes. yes. Yeah. Who made, yeah. made movies so out Keith, of Keith is an animal. He, he picked me up, like, instantly. He saw one of my little works, and he was just like, you, I want to film something on you. I get him in the car in the first night, and he's like, starts talking to me. He's like, so how long have you been doing this? I was like, well, this is, like, the second or third time I'm, I've been out doing this. And he's like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is like, you know, brand new. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. He's like, that's that's crazy. And so, and he filmed me putting up a lot. He has a lot of footage of me putting up pastes. But so was, what's the first piece you painted in the city? What's your, where's your first painted, painted per, wall? First painted piece is on, uh, I forget where it is. It's on, uh, just yeah, she was just talking about Myrtle it. Myrtle and Bedford. Myrtle think, and Decob. Yeah, Decob, yeah. I... I that was I was with you that day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck off. There that was you your go. first piece. That was my first piece. That's that why I had the balls it. to give you a spray paint tip. Yeah. No, I I pre- I mean it was a very basic tip that I didn't need, but I appreciated it. <laughs> Thank you very much for telling me to shove it up my ass and being polite that day. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's very for nothing. <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. But I didn't know that was your first wall. Very cool. Yeah, that was like. Uh, uh, up until then, I had just, you know, practiced, I mean, just bullshit as a kid doing cool. graffiti and stuff. Yeah. Ressa. That was a Ressa, Ressa wall. Ressa, yeah. Shout out to yep, Ressa. Ressa. Miss your face, girl. Yeah, really? Well, you guys had her on here? I haven't seen her in a while, too. No, we are. Yeah, no. Oh, we're supposed to go hang with her later, actually. So, yeah, from there, then, then uh, what's his name? The guy, James E. Walls. Alberto. Alberto. Yep. Yes. He got me a wall at Lynn's Laundromat. And then uh, it just now I've been just kind of trying to get my own walls, just poking around, asking people. And it's been working out. I just think, you know, it's the what hardest part. unique style. 
Thank you. I like the fact that you're easily recognizable, and I like your style, and I like that you're one of the illustrators. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like that's what kinda, influences that's my me. kind of thing. I'm, yeah. I'm in love with the illustrators more than the than the other styles. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Robert well, Crumb is a huge Timo, influence of me. Um, as far as on the street, Rob Platter, Timo. Yeah, yeah. Your stuff, I right. love seeing it. The, yeah. the ones I like, they're illustrators. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Key Detail, another yeah. amazing freaking illustrator. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, 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 what I was trying to do is get my pen and ink style on into like spray paint, and it's weird, you know, because the lines are way thicker, so you have to like just kind of look at things differently and simplify everything because the lines are so thick. So it's like it's an interesting process. I'm still working it out, but um, I was gonna say something I forgot now. It Gears was... and brains and monsters and UFOs and you draw some interesting stuff. Yeah. It's it really all most of it stems from these experiences with LSD. It's weird, and it's like uh, every time what I'm thinking in my head is not what goes on paper. I hate literally everything I do, except for very exception, just maybe a couple pieces that I've done where I'm like I really like that. Which one? The guy, the gearhead guy oh, that sure. I'm always using. Sure, sure. And um, and the one it looked I, so good on t-shirts when I saw those. Oh, and oh, shout out you. to Dirk Cobain. Uh, Dirk was in our butcher bar. Dirt, yeah. Dirt Cobain and I have a Butcher Bar series, and Dirk was in it and showed up after on a mean merch day. You had oh, t-shirts yeah. were flying out. That was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Stenciled shirts, yeah, those they cool. look good. Thank you, man. Now those are just regular stencil and spray paint yeah. t-shirts. Yep. And all the stencils I made for like you know weed paste and stuff, I just threw them on shirts with spray paint. Spray paint holds up pretty well on shirts. Hmm. All right, let's talk, let's talk more about the process. Hmm. Where do you work out of? Home. And what do you listen to while you're working? Uh, a lot of stuff. I have a kind of a broad taste in music, but it's basically stems around like 90s metal and things like that. That's my main go-to shit. Tool, Alice in Chains, all that. But like, I, I, I appreciate you know most music there's not much that i don't like Com- commercialized stuff i'm not into but no pop no country type of thing I that's like about pop. It? no there's pop music that i like you know some of it's so addictive you can't you know deny it but um i i don't it's not my go-to stuff you know what i mean i'm not gonna put that on but mostly like uh cerebral rock and metal and electronic stuff nine inch nails tool sound real bands yeah real yeah. bands that sound real tight live yeah with with really interesting content you know what i mean i need something more than just your mundane bullshit to interest me all right tough question you ready hmm. kurt cobain hmm. eh? or Kurt Cobain. Yes. You're asking me if yes. I think Kurt Cobain is eh. Yes. And, you, and are you... Are, I heard the band you threw out. Would you think that... All right. I, 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 can't, even, I can't even as justify a, that with an answer. As an older woman who never actually listened to his music, all I had to do was watch MTV Unplugged to say there's only one answer to that question. He's, he's like, like a god amongst men. Exactly. Have you, have you read his journal? It's like the most interesting person that lit pop music ever created. I'm the other... Well, I would dispute that. With who? In his, with his, within his era. 
I mean, you've got others that came before and did what they did. I'd say like kind of Jim Morrison. He's like on, on par with Jim yeah. Morrison. And then before that, I don't even know who. Like pop music. But then pop music was different. Pop music was like good music that everyone just like liked. There was some everyone, bad stuff too. Yeah, but everyone went from like appreciating Ravi Shankar at like Woodstock barefoot to like, I don't but even, I don't even know an artist today. There was today. also people like Pat Boone. Yeah, well, that's going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> Those people are always going to exist. Because, you know, I'm thinking for in, in my world, in my realm, you have to get some shout out to people like John Lennon. Yeah, of course. And the Beatles course. as a whole as oh being at that same level. Oh, 100%. Because but, one that kind of sent other, took I you don't. away from Pat Boone and Paul Anka. Yeah, but this is my thing. I don't know how interested I'd be in a conversation with John Lennon at 16. Kurt Cobain, true, I would true, be like, because, I mean, what the, so where did this guy come to? from? Out yeah. of the four, yeah. Eddie yeah. Vedder, yeah. Lane Staley, yeah. Homeboy from Soundgarden, huh. and then Nirvana. I'm sorry. What, that's you're my that's, opinion. I that's just, the I order never, of in, greatness? No, I, yes, yeah. Big Ronnie's order of greatness. Wait, wait, say that again. I think that's, that's why accurate. I hate you. At Pearl Jam... Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Nirvana. I'd interchange Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains. Fine, but yes. I allow that. Yes, that's, that's cool. That I agree works. with that too. <laughs> so, so when I bring up Kurt Cobain and he's like number four just on your very specific grunge list, how is that not? Oh, because eh. I feel like he's like Michael Jackson. You don't eh. like mention. It's like Chuck Berry. It's like, yeah. of okay, course, we all love this. these people. Consider this. He's there's like he's Michael like a staple. Jackson, and then there's the Jackson Five. Yeah. Deal, right? The Jackson 5 are nowhere on the top list of boy bands because it's going to be Rolling Stones, Beatles, yeah. so many people before, but Michael Jackson's going to be the top of the pop list. Right? All right, all right. Jackson right. 5. Yeah. Let me, dial it, like, let me dial it in a little bit better and make it even tougher for you to answer this question. Okay, hit me. Stones, Who, Zeppelin, Floyd. Oh. Okay. Floyd, Zeppelin, Stones, who? I can deal with that. That's about perfect. That's how I feel. Yeah. (laughs) It's my answer and I'm sticking to it. The Floyd and the LSD are, yeah, interchangeable. My father brought me up on Floyd. (laughs) My actual older parents listened to Floyd. My mother's favorite thing in the world was the wall. Yeah, that's awesome. grew up on the wall. My father said he put the speakers up to my mother's stomach over the headphones. He's like, I was playing you Floyd in your mother's stomach. (laughs) Stella, please bring me the Billy Joel picture. Immediately, <laughs> for immediately relatable. This is a picture of me in headphones and in diapers, oh, listening to my. Piano Man. We can just leave this here. <laughs> that is fantastic. I have strong musical opinions because they were beaten into me at yes. birth. You understand? Mm-hmm. Strong musical opinions. That's, right. That's why you have kids to so teach them the things that, that you hate. What is your? What's your? In those four, Zeppelin is them? the greatest band of all time. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not sorry. Rolling Stones, then The Who, then Floyd. I uh, I didn't go to college. I didn't ever do psychotropic drugs. Wait a minute. I didn't like crazy girls that like tie-dye shit. You never done show. psychedelic drugs? I'm boring, brother. I'm sorry. You don't, but you don't do them recreationally. They do you. Yeah. yeah, you you don't you don't fucking you no, don't go to a concert and go do it hanging not, out with people. Not. That's not how you're gonna get a productive experience. I have know. been offered mushrooms at least fifteen times at Allman Brothers shows, 
and all sorts of other fun stuff at other shows. Yeah. But it's no, just, see, that's the worst. That's no. like a that's, yeah, I would torturous never say no. experience yes. to be tripping on something while in a crowd of but people. But I heard that mushrooms is like a brain reboot. That sounds interesting to, to me. To be honest, I don't like mushrooms. It's just everyone's going to be like, well, you don't like mushrooms. I fucking, mushrooms make me feel like my brain is being yeah. split into eight directions simultaneously. And see, I, I have ADD. That's normal. Thought. That's why it might be interesting. Oh, dude. It could go one of two ways. It it's could serious. actually splinter. Or it could be the opposite effect because if you have ADD, speed is what makes it the world go. Listen, smooth. either slow me down or speed me up. I yeah. think I'm more effective. Yeah. How about yeah, that? Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. Yeah, you're or, somewhere lost in the middle. Or a little riddling with a, a little bit of a pot chaser. No, I was I was <laughs> never riddling. I was diagnosed ADD after thirty, uh, only because that was the first time I ever tried to ask. So that's that is when, the most bullshit fucking condition. The yeah. ADD. It, Tell us I, why. I think that just means awesome. You're just you're awesome. Yeah, but it is you have a better really and different. Th- I mean, I was diagnosed with DDD, ADD, adult ADD, child ADD. Fucking give me that shit is just like you aren't meant for normal. That could just be why we get along, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a type of person on the assembly line. It's a, exactly. It's and a type of person. The society wants you on the f- and they're the trying to like line. put you into this like you know spot. You can't teach a a fish. What is it? You can't judge a fish by well how it's well it can climb, to a, climb tree. a tree. That's right. So that's that's how I feel about school and all that shit. So that's why you are musical. Yeah. Why? Because because that's your own type of controlled environment. Okay, that's an interesting way to look Thank at you. it. Thank like you. Thank you. You mentioned it earlier that you, you, you came up, I think it was in the pre-interview. Mm-hmm. Yes, sold listeners. Mm-hmm. We do a pre-interview. <laughs> we take this very seriously World for you. Interesting shit gets we're not just about. winging this, you understand? <laughs> so while we were in the green room, <laughs> you mentioned that you came up guitar, drums, things like mm-hmm. that. So where where is that in your in your creative process? Where is that is that a completely different line of, yeah, of you know, it's art weird. for you? I think it's like when when you have a, a few different creative outlets you get torn as to which one you're going to put your energy into and it sometimes it goes in waves where it's like I feel like making music today and then you go home to make music and you end up drawing and then you you're like I'm going to do this and then you end up doing something else. It's not something you can really call, you know what I mean? It's kind of just like uh, wow! I wish I was less talented. No, that's wow. not. Wow. I wish I was more focused. Oh, is what it is. No, but then you still have to focus time on something. No, because literally, dude, you can't I've, drum I've, and I've, draw I've, at the I've, same time. So, do you hyper focus? Yeah, I've done like where it's like, okay, I'm draw a little bit, then I go and I scan some film, and then I go and I play drums, and then I'll pick up the guitar, and then I'll go back to drawing a little bit. Then, I, and it's like I literally get nothing done, nothing, and it's like because my my just go. Oh, great idea for that oh let me do that before i forget and then oh i forgot i gotta do that and then it's just it's just like scatterbrain real question are you a list guy do you make lists sometimes when i realize that it's been a few weeks since i've done what i'm supposed to do so you're you're a reactive list maker yeah all right we need to turn him into a proactive list maker. Yeah, that's yeah, I like write, that. Write down twenty things that he'd like to do for music. Twenty things that he'd like to draw. Twenty things that he'd like to put up in the street. Where my the phone, lists? My phone is filled with lists oh, so and recordings and them, coming. So and, you have them, but you don't reference them. No, I do. I do. When sometimes I'll sit down and go, I want to. I feel like drawing, and I have no ideas, and I'll just reference my weird ideas mm. and then pick from that. 
So it's a weird process. Sometimes I'll draw it a freaking red light, like a full picture, like a whole sketch, and I'll just finish it later. And it's like literally at a fucking red light. You know what I mean? Like, do you enjoy <laughs> sounding disorganized? Because you're not. Wait, say that again. Because you're, you're painting I'm a picture like you're you're all over the place. Oh, but I'm it all sounds over like, the place. But it sounds like you're organized, actually. I'm I'm just like organized chaos. You know what I'm saying? Well, Amen. Amen. It's my life. Absolutely organized chaos. Yeah, that's a band. Sure, it is yeah. already. It isn't. It should be. <laughs> Everything's a band. All right, so we're going to put her on the spot for half a second. Christy CNYC, do we have any questions for Dirk? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I was wondering how you came up with all your different characters. So here it says through the psychedelic haze. Is that is that pretty much like you said through yeah. LSD that these yeah. characters kind of like popped into your see like not all of them because it's like really the, the LSD and that experience is what like catapulted me into this sort of like frame of mind to access these ideas easily and and then like sort of orchestrate them on the paper you know what I mean it, it, but a lot of, like that character that you're looking at mm-hmm. with the 3D glasses came from Anita yeah and she, she muse. yeah I asked her once um, <laughs> that's her? yeah that's her 100% but I didn't have a picture to go by. I had just met her, and we were texting back and forth, and I was like, what kind of music do you like? And she's like, I like everything. And I was like... Oh, is that the worst answer ever? Yeah. And I was pressing her, That's pressing her, pressing her. Ever. Well, then she gave me the best answer ever. Tell me. She goes... <clears throat> she just was fed up. I could tell. She's like, okay, let me give him an answer. He's going to shut the fuck up. She goes, she goes, my mind is like a kaleidoscope, and music is my life. And I was just like... I was like, just like dumbfounded. I was like, I was, I started looking it up. I was like, she, that's not her. She didn't. And then who said that? My Angelou said that. Yeah, right? exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I was like, you just made that up, you son of a bitch. She's like, yeah, whatever. It's like I'm going to sleep. I'm hungry. Whatever. Just like, let me alone. I was like, so, I was like, you just shit out like greatness like that all the time. She's like, I don't know. Whatever. But she does. She does. It's just effortlessly. She just come up with some ridiculously creative shit. And so that's where that drawing came from. Well, I think yeah. you're a good team because you both come up with some interestingly creative shit yeah thank you you i have to give you credit you influenced my process and a couple of the yes. uh of my acolytes process in yes. the process the of influencing the process, process. <laughs> do you know how i no, gave you credit on gang glue and for those of you who don't know gang glue is a very interesting uh, isn't it glue gang it isn't it's gang glue i've been reading it backwards that's okay am i dyslexic it's possible <laughs> It's an Instagram chat uh, with about 15 street artists, and we keep each other apprised of some fun stuff. But what was I talking about? I don't know. Come on. Oh, how I influenced your process. Yes, I gave you credit on Gang Glue, and you better remember. I remember you giving me credit. Is Mm. that good enough? You printed. You were the first one to laser jet your freaking stickers that I saw. (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. There's a little thing that slides over. The amazing time saver. I never thought about printing on these labels. And oh, my God. The company. But the comp no, he screen no, prints man. everything. Yeah. Hold oh, on, does he? I thought he was doing that. All I'm sorry, hand. sir, that you were just referenced in a uh, mechanical printer yeah, discussion. Do- all of that, uh, City Kitty. The, we know that everything you do is hand screened and hand drawn. I and will, I will yeah, flog like, and cane Stella Bella later for that insolence. I apologize, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm no, when you started printing those stickers, it blew my fucking mind. The company yeah. I was working with lost, I don't know, a thousand bucks in 
in tone or that tone. <laughs> That's great. There's no two ways I about it. I a company to take advantage it, of. Me yeah. too. So for <laughs> anyone that would like to run off some LaserJet stickers, you can't use DeskJet because the ink runs off on the street. I learned that the hard way after embellishing. But they don't some... last that long anyway. That's what I need. <laughs> the, the, the laser lasts like way better. Yeah, they yeah. don't. They, they last the sticker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. So that was fun as shit. And uh, Ganglu thanks you for that. No sweat. So let's talk about what you got coming up. What's uh, what's your fall looking like? Uh, we're, I'm going to Mexico to do some mural festival fest something. I don't know what it's called. Akumal or Akumal or never heard of it. Does your manager have any more information than you're? She does. Trying to get out. Yeah, yeah. All right, look it up. We'll come back to it. Tell us, <laughs> tell us what you know about the project so far. They're paying for me to paint. Pretty much. That's all I know. Mexico. <laughs> they said, come to Mexico and paint. And I said, okay. <laughs> that sounds like a great deal. That's it. I ain't going to argue. Are you bringing a truckload of merch with you? No, I'm not. Mm. Did you not think about bringing a truckload of merch I didn't with think you? about much. I don't even have my birth certificate. Oh, you better so, get on Well, you need more yeah. than that. You need, no, I'm, you need I'm a passport. Feverishly. When are you that, Is that what they, they Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, the, yes. Is End that of the story. standard? End of story. Hmm. Be it. Yeah. <laughs> Does he not have a passport? A passport. Oh, he's breaking balls. All right. No, I no, I do not have a passport. He's, yeah. I've never left this country. I'm a New Yorker. I live in a New York Queens. bubble. Yeah, no, that's it. That's Just a little bubble. Everything happens within this bubble. I, I, can't I don't tell know if any geography. I can't tell if he's telling the truth. Does he have a passport? No. He's getting a passport. Okay, got it. If worse right. comes to worse, I'll go down to whatever office I got to and just... Okay. <laughs> Real talk, because I've been through this, I'm going to look at both of you in the eyes, so just going to look right in between you like there. Mm. Americanpassport.com. They saved my ass before I went on an international trip. I had it in two days, including them losing it at FedEx in oh, whatever state. Wonderful. Do they? Do they... Everything is super <laughs> fast. No, they'll help you find your documents. It's they'll wonderful. help you look everything up. Do you not go it. to the post office. You're going to pay, yeah. brother. Yeah, we went to. You're going to pay uh, for it, but they'll get it done. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Nah, I'm with it, man. That's and the only way it's going to get done. Just make sure you give yourself enough time for them to screw it up. But he's yeah. not going to. Do it now. We'll do it today. No, so yeah. Yeah. Do right it now, now, actually. It's fine. All right, exactly. It's, all right, we're going to pause the podcast while they look up AmericanPassport.com. We'll be right back. Not really. So what else? Or uh, what else did we learn? We learned nothing. You couldn't find anything about, about the project no, just yet? He has it on his Oh, side. it's um, the, uh, what's her name? Back Walking Girl NYC said to apply to Pack this contest. Okay. This was a Walking Girl NYC recommendation? She recommended it. She goes, I'm telling them who I recommend. But at oh. the end of the day, it's her. It's their decision. Wow. Yeah. Rena. Rena. I love Rena. Rena always gives me the biggest smiles, and I give her a high five. She's great. I try to keep her in the loop on the upcoming shows and stuff like that. There's yeah. no connection yeah. right now. That's a nice hookup. Yeah, I just met her. I, I, I saw her at one of your shows, actually, and she was just walking by me. I was like, hey, are you, uh, what's it called? <laughs> and she's and she's like, yeah, and then we started talking, and then she she told me that. What are we not? Are we- no, that's all good. It's all okay. good. So uh, I was going down the merch line because you are uh, you're kind of a merch merch beast. Um, you're you the the t shirts and the leggings, man. Oh, you're like them. Thank you, man. Oh, they're telling me about the leggings. These I've got. To they see. they were really actually very well made. Like leggings in general, they're like. Kind did you of try really them on? Thick. I did. They make I me want to wear did. leggings. I knew the answer to that question. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I think I'm not gonna test my own merchandise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 
Where, make me where did you have them made? Let's talk to some of the up, upcoming artists that you know that They're are struggling ma- to do their own merch. I honestly do not remember the name of this company. I think it's oh, it's Printful, maybe. It's a third-party company. There's, there's, there's just like a, so many of them, and they all use the same process. With the, some are, you know, different variations. Of but it quality. sounded like you were happy with them, so Very we'll, happy we'll with follow them. up and and give them a shout out. No, that's not the one. I'm pretty sure it's Printful. Any, uh, any fun merch ideas coming up? No. I'm and are they only for yoga? What about the big boys? You got anything for us, big boys? Yeah, we do. We got all kinds of sizes, man. We got everything you need, big and tall, <laughs> whatever you got. All right, so anything else Anything else in the fall, or is we just winging in after that? No, that's it, man. I really don't know. All these things that come up last second, you know. boy, They're just last minute. Come to the show tomorrow. Five minutes. You got a piece? So you said you said roughly 2011 you got your start. Yeah. Well, that's when I started drawing. Okay, so okay, so where when would you say you – what year did you put your first piece up on the street? Two years ago. Okay, so a little before you did your first spray paint mural. Yeah, very, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a few months. So, you're up. Let's just say that, you know, give some of the, give give some youngins some advice. What about some, some artists that are just coming to New York? Some do's and don'ts. Uh, I say just, um, just push is, you know, every day do something towards your goal. It, it, no matter how small. And um, don't... Uh, Pussyfoot around anything. Just fucking go straight into your um, uncomfortable space and try your best to function there. And that's it, really, for anything. <laughs> Not just that. How about a don't mistake I you made? Don't. Oh, my God. Where do I start with mistakes that I just I've made? Yeah, just it's something you learn from, something that might... With, when next. pertaining to street art? Or getting up, or selling, or dealing with customers, or dealing oh, with a group oh, show, oh, or go. canvases. Don't ever make something in advance for somebody before they give you fucking money. Because they're not buying that shit half the time. <laughs> Can you make me a piece? Yeah, here, it's ready. Yeah, I'll pick it up. And um, I'll talk to you later about it. And that was it. And that's, I mean, how many times that's happened? Everyone's just like, yeah, I want art. I want art. I love art. I want art. And so, it's like <laughs> so what do you do today? How did you learn by that? Fifty um, percent down type of thing. Through, oh well, yeah, that's what you got to do, man. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Because it's a yeah, it's a waste of time. Otherwise, you're making something that you wouldn't be making otherwise. You know what I mean? All right. So if you could, unfortunately, have to flip a switch mm. to making art for you mm. and continuing the path you're on, mm-hmm. and making art for clients mm. and being paid very hard. Mm private nobody needs to see it you keep grinding on the street do you huh. which one is it are you saying would i turn down a lot of money for art for making art no never i've already sold my soul the second i started punching a clock so why not do that for art <laughs> brother we, we anyone t- gonna say that you sell That's out for getting money it, for your art form is absolute bullshit if you're gonna sacrifice and and compromise your artistic vision that you're putting your name oh, behind. Assu- that, that's, that's different. No, that's what I'm assuming. If, if you're an artist and you're, you're just like, you know, customers art. are telling you what to paint at this point. It's not your oh, own. Oh, but if, fucking, if somebody says, I want a fucking pretty cat or some <laughs> shit, I'll draw that shit. I'll draw it all day. You heard it here first, soul listeners. <laughs> Dirk will draw you a pretty cat. <laughs> Whatever the fuck you want. As long as you pay me right. But uh, I would never turn. I mean, fuck. 
I've done the shittiest jobs around. I'd have to be a fool to like turn down money. For I asked that question a dozen different ways. I got a dozen different I'm answers. Sure. Brother, people fin- get all against that shit. That's great. Findac basically told us you can't, you can't give me money. This is, this is not what it's about. I'm, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, not I'm, why I started to create art. Create art, but meanwhile, I said do you create can't art. Give him money. Listen to me. He said, "I'm not available." I, what do I do with that? How do, I, that's how do you ask awesome. Maybe he just do not need money. No, it's balls of steel and good for him yeah. because he's not concerned about where his next project's coming from. He knows it's coming. Well, if, if you Jesus. got it like that, that's great. Yeah. But I'm on the other side of the brain. I, I like mailbox money. I like waking up the first of every month. Your customers, they sent their checks already. Yeah. I don't want to know what I'm doing f- to earn what money I'm going to make today. <laughs> That's business. I mean, if you got enough buffer, then it ain't a big deal. It's interesting seeing the way different people. So that's why I always ask yeah. it different ways. No, I'm broke, man. I need money. Like anyone else. I ain't going to fucking lie. <laughs> Christy C., any questions for Dirk before we uh, start wrapping it up? Uh, there was this message you have here in one of your pieces. Technology destroys minds. Mm. Mm. I was wondering. That's kind of like a double-edged how... sword. But uh, it does technology does a lot of things to expand a lot of minds, but it also does a lot of things to weaken a lot of minds. Because I mean, are you talking about social media? No, okay. I mean, All right, not specifically, but yes, you know, obviously. But um, just in general, I think just having all this technology in our lives strips us of some of our humanity, because it's like. It's like it's it's a less of an analog process being a human. You know it what I mean? Allows people to exist without having any contact with yeah, well, other that too. That's humans. so so <clears throat> unhealthy. That's just like wouldn't well, we consider indoor plumbing technology though? Yeah, that's no. No, I'm really serious. No, like, that's where, good. where are we talking? Well, are we talking a line. about the computer age? Are we talking about the wireless and cybersecurity age? Well, are we talking about you could radio? That, you could argue that indoor plumbing did a huge thing to like really do a. It did a bad thing for humanity. If you think about what humanity was before civilization, yeah, it's like here, go shit in the toilet instead of having to go outside and dig a hole and do whatever the hell you well, got to do. The problem in cities, though. Well, I guess problem or not problem. It was definitely a population control because well, indoor population, allowed more population, people to live. Population is due to technology as well, which yeah. is also a problem. If it wasn't for technology, population would be way lower, and then well, yeah, there, everyone the would be living a different lifestyle. Ronnie wouldn't be here to ask You could go all the way back to the cavemen <laughs> if you want to take it there and go, when technology started, it started to... When they, when they, the first medicine men... Or technologists. When you come in contact with scientists, when you come in contact with tribes that have never seen civilization, I think in like the the Amazon jungle or something, they made they like started to stop contacting these tribes because they would eventually they get sick. You introduce them to medicine and Western diet and all this stuff, and they get sick. Their their numbers swell. They can't they can't like sustain the population, and they die. And it's like it's not a benefit. Flip side is there's a group of kids in Africa that had never seen the internet, ever in their lives, didn't even know it existed. Some missionary came to that come it came in and gave them a bunch of computers, and within a week they had figured out how to hack into through the internet <laughs> software. And we're talking to people from around the world, and That's they were awesome. like twelve year old kids. That's so cool. Yeah, that had never known that the internet or the technology of the internet existed. I have been in technology <laughs> as a as a full time technology professional since I'm 19 years old. Mm-hmm. My first job was on the Charles Schwab help desk before I was 20. That's awesome. I didn't know my ass from my elbow. <laughs> I learned a lot since then, 20 years in technology. So that quote hits a chord 
It all hits chords, brother. <laughs> I got fifty more questions, but we're gonna we're gonna ask the two best ones. So, I know just from being a forty-year-old working in uh, managed services technology today, I support the companies that support companies. So, the people that are hiring me today are half my age. Why? You're asking me. Yeah. I don't have an answer for that. Great. Do you? I was hoping you didn't. (laughs) It's because when you haven't been beaten down by life and you haven't been kicked in the face every different angle, your mind is open to possibilities. And all technology does is allow your ergonomic brain to work. I'm going to take a little slight switch over here and I'm going to click this on my phone and it's going to turn on. Those are two very disparate systems. Alexander Graham Bell never thought about people walking around with telephones on their hips. Thomas Edison in a million fucking years never thought about a device that never got invented yet turning light bulbs on inside a house. So it's about the younger generation today, younger artists like yourself, like other people coming up to really do something with the technology instead of rebel against it. You know, I, I love... Erica, and I love how she says she's an analog girl in a digital world, and I appreciate that about her. (laughs) But if I have to explain to her how the TV remote works one more time, I'm going to need a new TV remote. (laughs) That's awesome. So isn't it really just about the the, the paradigm, the way you look at it? I'm being a hypocrite by saying that because I'm completely immersed in in technology. Is there many records as i can own i'm still you know a digital person so like there's a i I think we're here to do that i think we're everything is going exactly the way it's supposed to and it's not necessarily pretty all the time what's happening to the human race or whatever but it's exactly the way it's supposed to be it's the same old cycle as bad or as good as it is it's exactly what's supposed to happen it's all for a reason i don't know that reason but it's all happening for a So reason. you're of the mindset that you're going to let the world do its own spinning. Is there anything you could do to stop the world from spinning? A lot of people try. Yeah, a lot of people try every day, my it's man. It's like swimming against the current instead exactly. of Exactly. You know, they want to be the fi- you told Dirt Cobain on this podcast said, "I want to be the fish that's swimming the other direction." That's cool. Not not 2 weeks ago he said that and and I appreciate wanting that's, that's to be the outlier. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's 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 they're both very productive mindsets to have i think you know what i mean either can be very beneficial to you but at the end of the day if you're not swimming with the current of the planet you're going to tire out real quick like because you can control yourself you know the expression like if you're swimming with the current you can at least go from side to side if you're going against that's it you're done (laughs) for you're going to short burn that's it i'm not trying to have a short burn you're not a salmon I'm not trying to swim stream mate once. There's way too many grizzly bears always waiting. All right, ladies, do we have any more questions for this this not salmon? Yes, where can we find his merch? Whoisdirk.com. So who is Dirk? Who is Dirk? Did we answer that question? I'm still figuring that out myself. Attaboy. (laughs) I think everyone, also listeners and readers of this, should, you know, Chime in. Who is Dirk? <laughs> Tell us who you think he is. He might agree. Some guy, somebody was like, I thought you were like 75 years old. I was like, wow. that's. Uh, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but thank you. 
I picture a 75-year-old to create, like, boring, stagnant art, but that's not necessarily true. All right. So is that uh, – okay. So before we break, let's tell uh, the listeners where they can find you online besides the website, IG, anything else like that? Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything other than that merch site and uh, Instagram, Dirk Art NYC. Got it. And uh, you'll be in some random Mexican city at some random point in yeah, the near future. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> so check him out there. <laughs> and we are sold out with Dirk. <laughs>